From an Airgraph to Christopher Tolkien, September 30th, 1944. We three have just come back through the rainy end of a golden day from a very poor production at Playhouse of Arms and the Man, which does not wear well. I saw the good lady in the theater with C. Williams, who is typing Ring, and I have hopes of more to send soon. I don't think I should write any more, but for the hopes of your seeing it. At the moment, I'm engaged in revision, as I can't get on without having back stuff fresh in mind. Do you remember the chapter, King of the Golden Hall? It seems rather good now that it is old enough for, to, for a detached view. Hey, 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 y'all. I'm Danny J. I'm Joel N. And I'm Trevor D. And we are... Keep, Keep on Tolkien! Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back for episode 87. Yeah, which is our mid-season finale of season 7. Can you believe that shit? I feel like we just started working on this season. I know. Mid-season finale. It's here already. This is sort of our uh, summer finale, and we'll be coming back to you guys in the fall after this. Our favorite season. Oh, the best season. Easily. The best. Easily. But today we've got a special, very special episode for you. A lot of love went into this one. Yes, this one was uh, very fun to quote-unquote research for. Yeah. Nothing like researching your own material. Your own shit, yeah. Yes, so today we're taking a trip in the Wayback Machine and we're going to revisit some classic KOT moments. Did what does that mean? We're having a clip show. We're having a clip show, yay! Did, did you guys know that the, the Wayback Machine is a place on the internet you can go? Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you, yeah. there are some like websites from like back in the day that are saved on the Wayback Machine. You can go back and oh, look at Oh, weird. Stuff. So like old uh -huh. dead websites? Okay. Yeah, yeah. or like old versions of like newer websites. So oh, you can cool. see what it looked like originally. That's wild. Oh, that's wild. We should I did not that know out. that. That is interesting. Well, yeah. to, uh, just to reflect on that opening excerpt, we thought that was... Fucking perfect for this episode. Oh, yeah. Tolkien just kind of uh, thinking back on one of his written chapters and thinking, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, and thinking of his own thinking work. Thinking back on it now. And it also says three of us come from a, back from the play at the rainy end of a golden day. Yeah, and whether here we are, three of us, at the end of a pretty golden day. Yeah. You know, it was kind of rainy yesterday. Sort of backwards. Yeah, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a better day today, that's for sure. But uh, we're super excited. So today we're going to be doing our clip show. So the way we're going to run this down is each of us, each member, is going to present three uh, clips, about two to five minutes long. And uh, this is going to be clips from old past content. This could be episodes. This could be comedy bits or what have you. It could be anything that is spilled forth from our insane brains yeah we just recently found out we have like 90 odd hours of content like 93 hours so we figured it's a good time to go back and review some of that and have yeah. some fun let's have some fun with it because it's been like five years since we've been doing this shit y'all and if you've been listening from the beginning you are fucking awesome and if you're here new cool as fuck too thanks for being here and hopefully listening to some of these you'll recognize and have some good fond memories. Or you won't recognize, and you'll have some awesome stuff to go back and listen some to. Some new yeah, memories. Some new memories. Yeah, these are some of our favorite moments. Oh, and uh, I almost forgot to mention, so these selections that we've made, they're only known to the chooser. Yes, so this the, is interesting. This is where it gets real interesting, actually. Yeah, so like, for example, I've chosen three clips, and 
neither Danny or Trevor know what I've chosen, and, and vice versa. I don't know what they've chosen, so this is going to be a surprise for all of us. Yes, it will be minor fun. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to see what you guys chose. Hell yeah. Should we get right down to it, guys? Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, did you want to do that fun fact about the air graph? Air graphs. Air graphs are awesome. Or, well, I guess they, they were awesome back when we did them. In World War II, when uh, we used to take pictures of mail and then send the picture of it. Yeah, like on microfilm. And this is what that, that excerpt was sent as an air graph. We had to look up what the fuck that was. Oh, yeah. In reference to the opening excerpt. In reference from to From an the... air graph to Christopher Tolkien, September 30th, 1944. Yeah, air graph is like a picture of a letter, but they send the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, very small, so they can compact it and send many at a time. Efficient. Yeah, that's super cool. We had no idea that existed because we're kind of like tech science nerds. So you just we take thought that this was paper cool. letter and you make it even smaller and even more flammable, and then you just <laughs> ship it more off. flammable. Yeah, <laughs> and we might be dumb for not knowing what these are, but we're fascinated by it. So yeah, this is the first we've really learned of that. So yeah, fun stuff. Okay, now let's get right into it. So we're going to do this clips. in three rounds, right? Three rounds. I wish we had a bell. Ding, ding, ding. ding. So round one. We're going to start off. We're going to go uh, Danny, myself, and Trevor. Okay. Should I introduce this clip here? Take it away. Do it, my friend. Okay, guys. What do we got? I'm starting you off with something juicy because this is something that probably 99.9% .9 of you have not heard. This is uh, some Patreon content Ooh. Uh, that I spliced up. Okay. From a f segment that is famous among our patrons, at least. <laughs> uh, Tolkien Gets Sexy. Okay, okay. This is from Tolkien Gets Sexy 1. This is the first episode we've done of this. Oh, well, you guys are in for a fun treat. How long ago was this? This was probably 20... What, 16? We 17? started in 17. So it was the same. When did so we launch our was, Patreon? Uh, it was probably 2018. 2018 probably yeah wow. so this is a while ago this is also uh forgive the uh i don't know what ruru is going to be able to do with the audio quality if anything so it, i had to rip it from a video so forgive yeah forgive older us. older stuff older content we didn't know what we were doing but yeah it's i should say this is probably the hardest i've ever laughed in a <laughs> in a moment of kot okay so. i'm excited to see what you've chosen here yeah i'm trying to think of which one are we ready for it I'm yeah ready. let's hear it let's do it all right Danny, clip one. One night in Rivendell, Legolas was about to sleep. There were lots of people here this night, for tomorrow was a meeting to be held of an important. Tomorrow was a meeting to be held, an important meeting where they would decide the fate of the One Ring. There's no comma. <laughs> Once lying in bed, he felt a smell. It was this was a distinct smell: the smell of alcohol and hops, the smell of a drunken dwarf. The door slammed against the wall and Gimli threw it open. Nobody knew how much ale he had drunk that night, but it was enough to make him more drunk than he had ever been before. He took off his armor and placed his axe on top of it and turned towards the bed in which Legolas was lying. Who the hell are you then? Gimli shouted at Legolas, who was frozen in place. Get out of here before I throw you out, Gimli screamed as he raised his fists. Now why would you throw somebody like me out of here? Legolas said, smoothly while standing up and turning around, throwing his long blonde hair out of his face. What do you mean by that? Gimli said, while trying to focus his vision on the tall elf that now stood before him. <laughs> now that he stood up, you could see his body, as light as a feather, 
but stronger than most men could ever dream of becoming. Gimli noticed that under the nightgown, nightgown there was something slowly growing on the elf. It grew bigger and bigger every second. He thought the sly elf was trying to pull out a hidden dagger. Acting on pure instinct, Gimli threw himself over Legolas, trying to grab the handle of the dagger and attempt to disarm him. Legolas was surprised by the speed of the drunken dwarf and screamed in agony as Gimli grabbed his growing cock and tried to throw it away. As Gimli realized that... <laughs> As Gimli realized that what he grabbed was not, as he thought, a dagger, he felt a sensation running through his body. He released the firm grip he had around the cock and looked into Legolas's face. Legolas was crying because of the pain, but you could see that he was smiling. For a few seconds they lie there, Gimli on top of Legolas, both were half naked, both shaking from pleasure and fear. Before Gimli had time to react, Legolas ripped apart his chainmail pants. Gimli admired Legolas as the rings from the chainmail were flying across the room. Never had he seen such a strong elf. <laughs> his cock was still small, for he was too drunk and too confused to be properly aroused. What a cutie, Legolas says as he pushed Gimli off him. They now both stood up. Legolas's cock had finished growing. It was now stretching the fabric of the gown, so Legolas started taking it off. <laughs> As Gimli saw the cock, he felt the blood rushing toward his own. <laughs> yeah, they're really heating up now. This is where it gets... This is where it gets. Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite part coming up right here. So, what a cutie, Legolas says as he pushed Gimli off of him. They now both stood up. Legolas's cock had finished growing. It was stretching the fabric of the gown, so Legolas started taking it off. As Gimli saw the cock, he felt his blood rushing toward his own. Legolas, Legolas's crotch was cleanly shaven. And the huge... Legolas's cock was crotch was completely shaven, and the huge cock looked almost majestic, sitting on its throne of balls. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Its throne of balls. Holy shit. <laughs> so, I, I, to I totally forgot that it was Legolas's cock that was the throne of balls. Yeah, it was Legolas because it's clean. <laughs> He's clean shaven. Dude, Do as, as soon as that shit started, I was like, wait. Oh, I remember this I, one. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, and then he thought it was a dagger and he dove on top of him and tried, tried to, to pull it and throw it away, it said. And throw it away, yeah. Dude. That was like, oh, oh, Legolas, my guy, I'm you know, sorry. Joel, you're going to get this. You're going to think this is funny. It reminds me of that Bible, that gospel reading where it says, if your eye deceives you, cut it out and throw it away. Oh, yeah. That's what it reminded me of. What he's <laughs> like, he tried to rip it off and throw it away. <laughs> and I, 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 started, I started losing it when... It said Legolas was crying. Yeah, when he was crying. He was crying. crying, but he was like in pleasure or something. He had like a that. smile. <laughs> so, and you guys, I, I swear, 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 this is not an ad. Cleanly shaven. This is not an ad for the Patreon. <laughs> Though, if you do want to hear more of this shit, yes. And let me tell you, it gets much, 
much worse than that. It gets, that's that's not so, even the full story, right? No, that is uh, four minutes of like a ten minute story. Yeah, among other raunchy shit. Like, and yeah, we cover some pretty raunchy topics. So, yeah, if, and that's just Tolkien gets sexy. That's just one kind of. That's uh, one of the like yeah content series we do on uh, Patreon. But um, <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear more of that, uh, I think you know, I think you only have to give a dollar a month and uh, you get access to that. So yeah, that was a glorious choice. I we will. That's like that. Go, that went down. That line went down in like recording history for us. Yeah, throne of we said throne of throne balls. Of balls. For, was that Cody? I heard laughing. In no, the that was our friend Thomas. Because oh, it was, that was Thomas. It was a video. Thomas was directing. That's right. And yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, the audio kind of sucks because the other lapel mic wasn't working. Oh yeah, yeah. So we only had one, which is like why you couldn't hear Joel. Or, or, but we were all laughing so hard at that part. I yeah, I had to add that. As soon as we said we were doing a clip show, I'm like, I'm taking Throne of Balls and giving it to the world. That was a choice decision see when i actually had to sit down and go back and choose clips now that i was like had to think of them i couldn't think of any like anything to go back to so i had to like go back and start sifting through old episodes but i found some good ones i cannot wait to see what you motherfuckers came up with honestly i'm so excited you want to jump over to my first clip yeah let's go into joel's first clip guys here we go yeah all right so my first clip so this is from episode seven a whiff of old toby and uh one of the reasons I chose this is because this is actually, I believe this is the introduction of Trevor on the podcast. Oh, sick. Really? I think so. Damn, wow. I go back that far, huh? Episode seven. Yeah, man. You were you were right away, like right in the first season. Heck yeah. Okay. I didn't even realize that. Hell yeah. Yeah. So this is towards the beginning of the episode. Let's check it out. Anything else? That That's that's all you want to say? Yeah, that's all I want to say. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, 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 just, I respect that. I, I'm a blabbermouth, so I had to say a whole bunch of shit, but you know. Joel, clip one. All right, guys, welcome to Keep on Tolkien, the internet's number one Tolkien podcast. Um, this episode's called A Whiff of Old Toby. We are going to be discussing some Tolkien stuff with our friends here in a minute. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. That was a that was an excerpt from a letter that J.R. Tolkien wrote to Milton that I thought was pretty exciting. Yeah. it's I love how that letter talks about how it's hard to say... Um, one thing without saying everything because that's really what this podcast is pretty much is that's is that's us. our number one problem yes yeah, number <laughs> we one struggle. problem we struggle trying podcast. to sum it up um yeah we're here with friends today and we're just going to kind of hang out we've got uh who do we got here introduce yourselves what up everybody I'm trevor i've been uh, i've been listening to you guys a lot about Tolkien things, Danny. You've told me a million things. A million things. A million things. Um, and I, I struggle to remember it all because there's like, you'll quote so many names. That's the hardest. Yeah. Like, uh, and he's a real trooper, man. This is one of the only motherfuckers in the world that'll literally actually sit and listen to me talk about that. Like, and I can tell when people have stopped listening. You know what I mean? Like, they get a look on their face, like, oh, we're done now. He never does that. He's always actually legitimately listening. To he even you. asks questions. And he'll even ask you questions. It's fucking amazing. Trevor's awesome to have around. Good job. Well, buddy. It, it's hard for you to explain one point, as you said with that expert excerpt, without trying to explain a million other points. Right, right. Because the, the universe is so whole and complete, mm-hmm. there's just like everything is related somehow. Yes, exactly. Like uh, we, you had a really long, really long discussion at me. Uh, what, be, the be, the other night? The Silmarils, but it didn't stem from that. It stemmed from why the dwarves and the elves hate each other. <laughs> And then we started talking about, like, the entire Silmarillion, more yeah. or less. It went everywhere. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was 
an amazing clip. That really brought me back. Holy shit. Yeah, the intro starting off with the old intro, that re- that really brought me back. I'm glad to see it go, but it is, you know, it is <laughs> yeah, nostalgic. No, it, it, pull, it ripped me right back yeah. to the old days. Shout out to our friend and uh, guy who really started this whole fucking project, mm-hmm. uh, Cody. Our good friend, Cody. Our good friend Cody. Yeah, um, he he actually still sends me uh, uh metal music to listen to from time to time. Hell yeah, he just, yeah, yeah! He just hit me up the other day. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, and, you're cold. <laughs> and the only reason Cody's not still involved is because he moved away. That's that's really the whole thing. And and he, he moved on to other artistic endeavors. So you know, we love him. We, we hope everything's going well. Yeah, we hope every we yeah we have we hope the best for him. Um, I. One of the things I also love about that clip is how right off the bat we just brazenly say the internet's number one podcast for Tolkien. Yeah, I love yeah, that. We, yeah. we, we used to start that way. It was so fucking as, funny. As if the internet dubbed us the number one. No, we dubbed that we were the number one of the internet. And, was, and should you not, guys, this is when we were getting like 50, view, 50 yeah, listens yeah, a week. Yeah. And they were all coming from a place called Beaverton, Oregon. Beaverton. For some reason, I I, I hope that person in Beaverton, Oregon, or who, that group of people, is still listening because we we love you. You were the base. You gave us hope that we could be uh, listened to by you people. You were the spark. Yeah. Well, and I really like how you how you, it just comes in like full confidence, like the number one. Yeah. Like, the number, just straight num- up, uh, internet's number one podcast for talking shit. Yep. Just as if it's a known thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, like we're on episode 200, you know? Like, yeah, you guys know who the fuck we are. You know who yeah. we are. Internet's number one podcast for Tolkien shit. But I also love that introduction of Trevor, too, because it really defines him. It defines him well. n- not only of a, as a member of this podcast, but also a member of our friend group. And I felt really, like, uh, nostalgic. He's making a tear motion right now. <laughs> no, this this made me feel really warm and fuzzy uh, because it, def- it it really uh, says who Trevor is in a nutshell. Can I can I touch you on the shoulder? If you can reach me. Here, I'll, here. I'll scoot over. Scoot, scoot. I'm going to touch him. You guys ready? Hold on. You can't <laughs> see it, but it's it's happening. Oh, there it is. I witnessed it. I touched him. I love, tre- <laughs> I love Trevor more than uh, most people in the world. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad you are now 100% part of this podcast. It's Part it's of so the good. team. You just wrote your first episode, and I think it was fantastic. It's also like the longest <laughs> episode <laughs> that we've is, had. It is straight up the longest <laughs> recording session we've ever had. But, you guys, I think it'll be, after Ruru gets his hands on it, it's going to be gold. Yeah, it'll be it'll be awesome. We haven't heard it yet, but it'll be coming. Somebody I, recently called us the three... Tolkieners, the three Tolkieners. I fucking loved that. That was so cool. Kind of like a play on Musketeers. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well played. Well played. That was on Facebook. I can't remember the. I would shout out the name if I could fucking remember it. They comment on everything though. I feel bad. I just I apologize. Want to say, Thank you for your for your engagement. I appreciate it. I still remember. Like I don't remember all of the details, but I remember us standing in my dining room having that conversation about, about the dwarves and the elves and the Silmarils <laughs> and all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like because it was it went on for a solid like forty five minutes to an hour. Was I drunk? Pro- I don't know. Yeah, I love how you leaned toward probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> My memory is not that good of that moment. There was a, lot, <laughs> a lot of drinking happening back then. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, yeah, no, um, that's we just have always. I've always uh, since I've known you, Trevor, just like had the deepest conversations with you, and they're so fun. And that's why I love having you on the podcast. You're a great conversationalist. You know what's also awesome about you saying that? 
other than it hopefully being true and everybody agrees with you, <laughs> is that the the clip that I chose, this is totally happenstance, is is from the Trevor's Tribulations episode. Oh, oh sick. Yeah. I love that episode. I almost pulled one from there too. Yeah. And um it, it pretty much like defines that like asking uh there's just the questions that I like to ask and things that I like to learn and you know I, I feel like this'll uh, this'll prove at least in my Tolkien knowledge has come a long way. Yes, you have absorbed so much knowledge and uh I am so proud of you. It shows. Yeah, my sponge is a little saturated sometimes, but <laughs> I try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and it gets that way. You just don't have the psychopathic obsession that me and Joel have yet. <laughs> yeah, but no. it'll get there. It'll get there. Shall we uh, jump into Trevor's first clip? Check it out. I'm excited to see what you chose. Yeah, let's do it. Considering that Middle Earth is a, an Earth-like setting, you know, I would expect it to share some similarities to, say, our real world, right? Uh, so if the races in Middle Earth, with time given, uh, became advanced enough to leave the planet, what would they find? And could they go into, like, another place? See, this is one of those questions <laughs> I fucking love when you ask questions like this. Because this is yeah. great. Because this is also a very complicated answer. <laughs> yeah, but I, f- I love, it's I a love great the question. shit. Yeah, the it's geography a... stuff is great, because that's yeah. another thing that Tolkien loved was the geography. Mm-hmm. So it would depend on what time period they left the planet, depending on what it would look like. Well, yeah. let, let's go with, because time would be needed to get it sufficiently technologically advanced. Sure. Let's say, you know, beyond the third age after Sauron. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you would uh, you would travel up and you'd leave, uh, you'd be in uh, the atmos- the upper atmosphere, I guess you could call it. <laughs> and there would be a lot of stars and shit like that. And then you'd, uh, you'd go further and you'd find the Timeless Halls, which is where like Ilvatar and other Ainur live, right? Yeah. I, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Timeless Halls? Mm. So you, you leave the air and you enter a hallway? Well, I mean, there's a lot of space in between, I'm assuming, Trevor. This is like cosmic level shit. It's not like right down the street, you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm, I'm just trying to build the picture <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start with, so the general structure of the world, like when it was created, it was literally created as like a, you know, it was a flat world with a domed sky. Yeah. And there yeah. wasn't really anything above that other than like some stars. So it's like a snow globe. Yeah. Or like or a, half yeah, yeah literally like, a like snow half globe. a snow globe. Yeah, like a snow globe. And so if you let, la- and that doesn't really change over time, the, the, a couple of the continents change, the geography changes. But then at one point, the world actually does go from flat to round. That is a significant ev- uh, event in the second age. That sounds like it would have been quite destructive. Yeah, that was the doing yeah. of Ilavatar himself. That was uh, that was when the Numenorians pissed him off. He was finally like, nope, sinks Numenor, makes the world round so that you can't get to Valinor anymore. You just circle back around and get back to Middle-earth. Valinor was like taken away and put uh, along the straight path or something the like that. The straight road. The straight yeah. road. Only elves and people who know it can sail the straight road to get to Valinor. Otherwise, you just circle the globe. Yeah. Wait, that... That's weird. Yeah, that's isn't weird. that nuts? Yeah, yeah, isn't weird. that nuts? Very weird. So is it like they go through a portal to get to Valinor now? More or less, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. Or something like it? Okay. So, so yeah, there's like a- if you left the atmosphere, I imagine you'd just get to stars? Stars, and, yeah. And then, the vo- and then the timeless halls, because that's, that's out there. Then you have the door of night, which is guarding Aea from the void. Aea being the universe from the void, right? What void? The void would be nothingness. Yeah, just absolute nothingness, like empty space. Oh, so the void is space. But More yeah. or less. You could think yeah, about yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. But who's out there? Melkor. is out there. And you know who's up there also? You get to talk to a pretty cool guy named Aerendil. Is the Hold on. Hold on. There's a, Is that the the elf dude? He's, uh, yeah, the elf. The he's, elf he's, man. Like, he's like the king of elves. Or the original King of Elves? No. no. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking of Finway? I might be thinking of Finway, but maybe yeah. in the wrong context. Yeah. Well, he is a. Uh, uh, you'll get there, Trevor. Well, no, because um, 
Oh my god, what's his name? I'm never. A. A. is an elf man hybrid. Yeah, he's a hybrid. No, but there's the one. He's sort of the savior at the end of the first age. Okay, who who's the elf? The the most popular elf in Lord of the Rings. His name is evading me. Elrond. Elrond. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So can't Elrond like look up to the stars, and one of the stars is his father? Yeah, that's yeah, that's Elrond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. are we saying that he's also up in this void? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. You get to talk to that guy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He's in a magic <laughs> floating ship up there. All right. <laughs> Yeah, he Th- thought keep, complete. I figured it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps a watch on the void to to make sure Melkor is not Melkor's trying to get back. Not making no mischief up there. So yeah, th- but the world does change, and uh, two s- significant changes happen. One is at the end of the first age, uh, as a result of the War of Wrath, and that's when an entire continent known as Beleriand is destroyed. Like like Kaboom or sink under like Lenuminor. Well, uh, we got a, uh, we found a little excerpt Delete. to uh, to to read about that. Yeah, we couldn't help it. The, the excerpts about the changing <laughs> of the world is always so epic. Yeah. For so great was the fury of those adversaries that the northern regions of the western world were rent asunder and the seas roared in through many chasms and there was confusion and great noise and rivers perished or found new paths and the valleys were upheaved and the hill trod down and Syrian was no more. Yeah, so the the war was so fierce. We just looked it up the other day. It was 42 years long. Yeah, it literally destroyed the land and sunk it under the sea. Okay, so it was like a Numenor-style yeah. destruction. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, big big time. Yeah, it, big it's time like a massive earthquake, and then the water rushed in, and everything collapsed. There's cool, if you look them up on the internet, you can look at like a third age map and what it would look like if all that land hadn't sunk. It's That's really cool, cool seeing the comparison, yeah. I feel so, like you've showed me this before. Yeah, I'm pre- <laughs> pretty sure I have. So, in the other time was uh, in the middle of the Second Age with the singing of Numenor, which we just you just mentioned. Uh, and this is when the world is rounded, which we talked about uh, a second ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's a little excerpt from that. And all of the coasts and seaward regions of the Western world suffered great change and ruin in that time. For the seas invaded the lands, and the shores foundered, and the ancient isles were uplifted, and hills crumbled, and rivers were turned to strange courses. Yeah, some crazy shit. Like, I can only imagine, like, this kind of huge, massive, cataclysmic type shit happening. Really, it would cause a huge tsunami and probably wipe out all of Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. It'd be crazy. I mean, if rounding the world didn't do that <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, that was a good one. Hell yeah, that was such a stereotypical Trevor conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty much how every conversation uh, ever goes with me and Trevor. Well, all, all of us together, which, when Trevor's included. I know? love the walk to uh, explaining A. Arendil. Yeah, you, you knew you kind of you knew who he was. You, yeah, you knew who you he knew. was. You were just like j- struggling to to know uh, how to describe him. You know. Yeah. I, lo- I love how matter of factly, Danny, you just stated. Yeah, he's up there flying around in a boat. Yeah, yeah, boat. yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, of course. Magic boat up there. Of yeah. course. Of course. Trevor's Tribulation. Yeah, Trevor's Tribulations. It's a great episode. Yeah, so like I, I definitely, like I said, pick that one because I feel like in a lot of ways it shows how far I've come. You know, especially with like the whole Arendelle thing. It's like, okay, well, I had I had to take a moment live to be like, do I know this? Can I remember this? Well, I've got the experts here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and yeah. So like, whenever I have had a question or or need something information wise about Tolkien, it's really easy to just kind of reference what I'm thinking, and you guys are like, oh yeah, I mean, it's this obviously. Yeah, I just, obviously, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> that magic boat flying around up there. Oh, I remember the the other epic moment in this episode was when you remembered. What the word 
Caliquendi. Caliquendi, yeah. I remember oh, yeah, that. Yeah. I was so floored. Like, very <laughs> few people remember that specific type of, uh, that specific distinction of elf. And you you were just like, the Caliquendi? And we were like, hell yeah, dog. Nailed it. Yeah. To, be, Nailed to be fair, I had been uh, listening to the podcast actually pretty recently before we did that episode. So it was still kind of fresh in my mind. Hell yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it also just sounds cool. Like, Quendi is already cool, but Caliquendi, like Caliquendi, yeah. Caliquendi. the Quendi and the Caliquendi. For those of you that uh, might not remember from our from your schooling by listening to this podcast, from your schooling, uh, Caliquendi are elves of the light, so elves that have seen the uh, two trees of Valinor. And then the Moraquendi are the dark elves who stayed in Middle Earth and did not see see the trees. And also, there is one Sindar who is Calaquendi, and that's Thingol. Thingol. Normally, he, those two categories don't overlap, but but he does. Thingol's special. It's it's just that with that whole clip though. I love how all because like, you're right. That's how every conversation we have goes. It mm-hmm. kind of starts somewhere and it and it weaves its way through many different yeah, things. And it's like a totally web. Different. Yeah, it's not quite a line. It's a web. Yeah. Because we, we, we started with like, okay, so what if people in Middle Earth went to space? And then it's like, okay, what's in space? And it's like, okay, well then how does the how is the world shaped? And we go through like the different cataclysms that have happened in Middle Earth and uh, <laughs> you mean the world's flat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, dude. And like uh, when I when I, I had re-listened to this episode and I I had heard myself re- refer to it as like like a snow globe, I was like, damn, that's that actually sounds pretty on point. Like I'm, it yeah, is. Yeah, I, it I can't believe accurate. I thought that in the that moment. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's a smart guy, you guys. Tra- no, Trevor's legit. I, I don't hang out with dumbasses. I just said this earlier <laughs> today. I don't hang out with dumb people. I don't suffer them. But uh, yeah, these guys are fucking brilliant, and uh, Trevor's one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. Legit. I thought you were about to like give a disclaimer, like I don't hang out with Trevor, but, uh, <laughs> but? no, 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 no. I love hanging out with Trevor because he's incredible. This guy, I don't hang out with Trevor, but he, you know, he's, he's, cute. A, he's all right. <laughs> he's all right. Uh, you know, me and Trevor spend a, a decent amount of time together, guys. We're, Hell yeah. we're close friends, blood brothers. We don't have to talk about that incident. We were <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of blood to make a pentagram. <laughs> yeah, it, a surprising amount of blood to make a pentagram. Well, that concludes round one of clips. Ding Hooray! Ding. Yeah. Yay! Round one. Ding, ding, ding. That was pretty fun. I like that one. Let's do round two. You're going to have to cut me, Mick. You know, that part when... <laughs> you remember? We just recently watched Rocky together. Remember? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. He's like, you got to cut me, Mick. And he like slices his eye open. Remember? And it spurts blood. It's so gross. Boxing movies are so dope. I love them. Should we get into round two? Round two, starting off with Danny. What's your second clip? Okay, so so I'm kind of the dude that's responsible for most of the the bit work, right? The uh, comedy. So if you think oh, it's, yeah. if you think you're hopefully you think that shit is funny. <laughs> I hope it's just not cringe as fuck and everyone hates it. But you know, um, you're still listening, so I guess I got you there. Um, <laughs> got gotcha. him. Got him. Got him. Uh, but this is one of my favorite bits of all time. Uh, this is the second ever Minturd we ever did. Minnesota Tolkien radio drama. Yes, and it is the first bit to feature our dear friend Trevor as well. Oh, yeah. Oh. You are in this one, Trevor. This is season one, way, 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 way back. Remember Sundering what episode the Elves. This is Episode four, I think. Oh, shit. So then this would have been Trevor's debut. This Min- is like the first half of season uh, one. Yeah, dang, I didn't okay. realize that Minturds had been around that long. Yeah, it's the oldest, dumbest idea I've ever had. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I can't. Again, to this day, I cannot hear the word Balerian. Balerian. <laughs> yeah. Not hear it like that. Yeah. Balerian. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I think that's enough setup for this one. Uh, here we go. Danny, clip two. For it was now, in this time, that the leaders of the three kindreds of the Quendi returned from their trip to Valinor. They must now try to persuade the Quendi to follow Orme to live in bliss in the Blessed Realm. Fenway addresses the crowd. Oh, hey there, guys. We just come back from Valinor, and oh, jeez, is it ever great. Just real nice. And all the Valor, oh, jeez, they're just super. It's just so darn great. I wish you guys could have been there. Oh, it's it's a it's a tater tot and a whole different hot dish, guys. The Quendi listened in wonder as the three regaled stories of the Maiar and the mighty Valar, and above all, the splendor of the light of the trees. You could see the light of the trees on their faces as they spoke. When the stories were finished, Finway addressed the crowd once more. So, what do you think there, guys? You think we should, you know... Follow Orame and live among the light of the trees? For sure. Yeah. Real good. Yeah, super duper. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, sure. The crowd went silent and all turned to the dissenting voice. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Me and my buddies here ain't too keen on making this journey, you know. We kind of like it here by the lake, you know? Yeah, I think we're just going to stay here, maybe, you know? Hey, now, I understand you're kind of leery. We're all kind of leery. Yeah, I just don't think we're going to go with you guys. But uh, what about the, the light of the trees there? Yeah, we, we kind of like it here in the dark. But you guys have a good time. I'm, I'm sure it'll be just super. Well, all right then. I guess that's your decision, hey? Hope it all works out for you. For sure. All right. We're going to start calling you guys uh, the Avari, the Unwilling. Okie dokie. You guys have a suffer. Good day now. Oh, yeah, you too, huh? And with that, most of the Quendi departed on the great journey. They now called themselves the Eldar. After following Orme for many leagues, the Eldar saw before them in the distance the Misty Mountains. Tall and terrible, Finway again addresses the Eldar. Oh, jeez. Here looks like a real hard leg of the journey. Are you guys ready to, you know, cross over the mountains there? Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know it. Okie dokie. Sure. Let's do it, yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Them mountains look awful tall and scary, you know? I think me and my buddies are just going to stay here. We Tuluri are just kind of leery. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it's up to you, you know? I'm not here to force you. I'm just uh, trying to take you to a place that's, you know, just so super duper, you know? Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. I just think that maybe we're we're just going to stay here in the Greenwood, you know? It's it's super nice here. And we like the flowing streams and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Okie dokie. You guys stay here and uh, we'll call you the Nandor from now on. Okay, then. You guys have a good journey there and have yourself a nice day, huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. You too now. After long hardships, the Eldar finally crossed into Beleriand. As they stood upon the western shores, preparing to leave Beleriand for Valinor, Finway addresses the Eldar once more. Alrighty then. Here we are. You guys uh, ready to, you know, leave Beleriand? Oh yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here we go. 
Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gosh. yeah. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Me and some of the Teleri are kind of leery. We like it here in Valerian. I think we're going to, you know, stay here. <sighs> All right. You know, I'm I'm just trying to get back to Valinor because, uh, oh, jeez, it's, you know, so darn great, you guys. Real good. Uh, but if you guys uh, want to stay here, it ain't any, it ain't any of my business, you know. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and call you guys the Sindar, the Grey Elves. Okie dokie. Sounds good to us. Have a nice journey, eh? Oh, yeah, for sure. You guys take care now, huh? And now the Eldar had at last landed upon the shores of Amman in the Blessed Realm. They stood in wonder of the light of the trees. Oh, oh, jeez. It's just so gosh darn beautiful, you know? It's, it's like, it's like a, a tater tot in a whole different hot dish, you know? Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real good, huh? Oh, gosh. Yeah, oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Real, real good. Yeah, real good. <laughs> that was... <gasps> Holy crap. That was uh, that was fun. Yeah. that uh, I love that bit because it is... By, let's face it. The Mintered Extended Universe has gotten a little out there. A little out there. A little out there over the years, right? But this one is by far the most informative one we've ever done. Oh yeah, dude. Like if you if you are like don't wanna fucking learn about the sundering of the elves like you do through the Silmarillion because you think it's too dry or whatever, just listen to this sketch and it'll tell you everything you need to know about the main distinctions between elves. It does. It delivers all the information you need to know in a very Minnesota palpable format. Yeah, exactly. I also want to say that is a very nostalgic one for me. Yeah. Specifically because of the the tater tot and a whole different hot dish one. Yeah. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's reused in another bit, right? I, I love how I, we, well, we doubled it, down on that so hard. We we use it in, I think, most mentors, actually. I try yeah. to I try to shoehorn because I, I, okay, the background of that is I was taking a class <laughs> at Inver Hills Community College, and it was a drug use and abuse class, and I had to watch a drug awareness video put out by the Dakota County Police Department, all right? Oh, it, it was put out by Dakota County. Yeah. In so the, it was local. In the, yeah, so it was locally made, which means it's going to be the most Minnesotan shit ever, right? <laughs> okay. Like, I hate watching the local news because I just can't stand the accents. It's fucking <laughs> crazy. So uh, this dude, it was a cop, and he said something about, he was talking about drugs. I, don't, I wasn't paying attention. But uh, he was going on and on about the war on drugs and how awesome it is. And I was just like, and he said something, that's a tater tot and a whole different high dish and i just like perked up and i was like that was the most minnesotan thing i've ever heard anybody <laughs> say like straight up and this dude was not saying it ironically he was saying it like he says that shit all the time <laughs> he was he was just <laughs> using that phrase yeah yeah when when we discovered that phrase we went with it we fucking loved that yeah, shit it's like a trademark yeah yeah that one was awesome i also love um the the leery just like oh, how it's said. We it's, leer, I love we to leery or kind of leery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. that was fun. And then what in the hell was that voice I was doing? Dude, I don't know. Holy crap. I don't know. I think because you, I think we had an argument, if I remember right. You didn't feel comfortable doing a Minnesota accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's probably and you were, that And I was right. like, well, what the fuck can you do? It, I was like, what voices <laughs> I'll do you do? I'll just throw this weird voice. It's more Smeagol than anything. <laughs> yeah, and that was like what you came up with. And I was like, All fucking right. perfect. You'll be one of the elves. <laughs> And Cody came off a little Irish. Cody came off yeah. a little yeah. Irish. Dear, dear Cody is uh, from South Texas, so he does not. 
Yeah. The, the, the yeah, the North Midwestern accent is uh <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's hard to It's to a strange grasp. it's a strange one. Oh, holy Hell shit. Yeah. That was uh that was a trip back though. Yeah, Minturds, I think you guys love them. I've heard a lot of people talk about them. If you hate them, let us know too because we keep doing them. So, you know. I mean, we might keep doing them even if you hate them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just, love them. Just to spite you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, should we move on to the next clip? Is that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, what do we got, Joel? All right, so for my second clip, I took it from episode 68, Our Friend Peter, the oh, Halloween special. Sick. I love this. Okay, I can't wait. Yeah, so this might actually be one of my favorite clips. I, I'm not sure. So. This is from the section of the episode where we're talking about the movie Brain Dead, aka Dead Alive. Awesome. Um, at one point, we talk a little bit about uh, Peter Jackson's ability to like record in small spaces and his really good use of space. We talk about the lawnmower scene a little bit in Brain Dead. Cool, cool. Um, but this is an episode where we had our friend uh, Joe Jovaski on. Joe Vasky, uh, my longest running creative partner. I've worked with this dude. Uh, well, we've all worked together since 2006. We've been mm-hmm. making art together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go way the fuck back. I've known Joe since 1995 something like that um yeah he's one of my best friends ever but yeah he uh is featured on this episode because he knows a shitload about film yeah so our friend peter just for some context it was our halloween special from 2022 where we talked about peter jackson's horror films that he's done because he does mostly schlocky horror films yeah and that's the majority of his career and a lot of people don't realize that who are fans of the lord of the rings and I think if you study Peter Jackson's early career, it totally adds up to the Lord of the Rings. It One, totally does. One hundred percent, baby. One hundred percent. The progression of his career was an the Lord of the Rings was a natural conclusion for him. I don't think I've ever put that that statement you said together that a lot of his stuff is more horror. Yeah, most than, of his stuff. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, sci-fi horror or horror. Yeah, or like, just gross out horror. Just that, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I guess I'm in that regard pretty casual when it comes to PJ, because you know, Lord of the Rings is what I know him best for. So yeah, but you've also seen Dead Alive. I remember this is uh, when we first started becoming friends. You came over to my tiny ass apartment. Do you remember this? I remember being there once or twice. And yeah, and I, I, I play. We played in my tiny ass little room. We watched. I think you were there too. We watched uh, Dead Alive. It was around Halloween time. Mm. Because uh, I had found out that you like schlocky horror movies Classic. as well. Mm-hmm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is the king of schlocky horror movies. We got to watch it. That, that one's, Was that the, the really weird, gory one? Yes. Yeah, the yeah. most gory shit you've okay. ever seen. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. I remember this, yes. Yeah. Long, right. long time ago. Should so we without, get into it? Yeah, without further ado, this is a clip from our uh, episode. Our friend Peter with our uh, featuring not our f- any friends named Peter, but instead our friend Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Joel. Clip two. I I also love how um I love horror movies that give you like the most meek mannered and just like kind of worthless protagonist. Yeah. And yeah. then by the end of the movie they just turn into just like as monstrous as the you know the creatures yep. they're fighting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shout out I put a, a shout out to Cold Fish in here. Cold Fish, great Cold horror fish? movie. Oh my nice. god. Very nice. Are you gonna introduce our my audience to Cold Fish? I don't know. You didn't ask about this. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't consult us ahead of time. I mean, if you if you can watch Dead Alive, you can watch or Brain Dead, you can watch Cold Fish. I guess. Yeah. Cold Fish is a very disturbing one. It's Japanese, right? Yep. Not to get too off topic. Not to get too <laughs> off topic. Very one of the most disturbing uh, Japanese horror movies I've seen. One other thing I just wanted to say quick, too, is at the very end of the movie, um, A Brain Dead, there's probably at least 20 zombies just, like, invading this tiny house. Mm-hmm. 
And I, it's sort of an indication of how well he, because he does such a good job at kind of like spatially directing things. Mm -hmm. And I was always, I was reminded of like the minds of Moria Breach in Fellowship where there's just like 30 orcs. It's a very small cramped thing. Oh yeah. But he just. How will the protagonist get out of this? The the Chamber of Mazarbal fight, like the first Moria fight. But he does such a great job at just like, you always know what's going on, what action is happening. Yeah. And I love I love how brilliant that house party sequence is because you get to kill all the original guests yep. with zombies. Yep. And then all original guests reanimate to kill the rest of the guests. Yep. So you get a whole party full of zombies all of a sudden. And it's just it's a brilliant idea, yeah. right? And then yes, Lionel has the what we described earlier, the infamous lawnmower sequence, <laughs> where he holds a nineteen fifties lawnmower on its side and literally just runs through the crowd. He like ropes it to the front of his chest yep. and like walks forward. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> fucking mayhem. Like honestly, this is on YouTube if you want to check it out. They had like blood squirting pipes just like attached to the lawnmower. And and they yeah. were just spraying <laughs> blood you? constantly. I showed that scene to my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did they think of it? I laughed like a madman as we were watching it. I but think they were that just, is one of the best things you could have possibly done yeah. to allow your therapist to understand. To understand me, right? That's what are. I figured. Yeah, I was like, if she knows this is the kind of shit that I'm into. Uh, no, they like horror too. So like they, they understood it a little bit. Oh but like, God. yeah, they had never seen something so outrageous. It was That is an outrageous scene. If, if nothing else, you guys have to check it out for that scene alone. It's amazing. Yes. I love that shit. Oh my god, that that <laughs> clip was so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, I'm in therapy, guys. If you haven't guessed by the content that I create, I need a little therapy on the side sometimes, and that's fine. I hope you guys all have therapists too. Because I don't think you told us that prior to recording. That, no, so I threw it that came out. it came into my head at the last <laughs> second. Like, which a lot of these like golden moments of KOT are not in the script, you guys. They literally come from us just like being friends riffing on our own uh outline you know like in uh yeah i really love how you guys uh you set the scene for what that is right before you're like yeah i showed this to my therapist yeah, like, yeah. like you just we go into how disgusting and fucked up <laughs> it is and then i'm like yeah disgusting. i showed it to my therapist <laughs> But just, for real. just to, uh, she does like horror movies. So it wasn't like I was showing some virgin eyes, like some shit they would never have found. Right. I can't believe how fucked up you are. Yeah, I was <laughs> literally like, this is one of my favorite horror movies. Watch this scene. And that was how it was, you know? That, yeah. If you guys haven't seen that scene, I'll say it again. Check it out. Yeah. Check out Brain Dead, Dead Alive. It's, it's, if you're not into gore, it's uh, something you shouldn't watch then. But, uh, yeah. It's like holds a record for the amount of fake blood, right? That they use in that scene. It did for at least a while. I I I don't know if it still holds that record or not, but yeah, it's like uh, just that lawnmower sequence. If I remember from the outline, was like eighty liters of blood or some shit like that. Yeah, that that, just for that sequence. I can't even imagine the cleanup after that. Yeah, it was a disturbing amount of fake blood. It's all sticky and so gross. sticky. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty fucking funny movie though. We we still watch that almost every year. Oh yeah, I love a Brain Dead, Dead Alive. Uh, yeah, so good. And uh, I love that you picked a Joe Vasky clip because like Joe Vasky's kind of like a if you're real into the podcast, you know who he is because he helps me write the sketches from time to time. But yeah, he's contributed to some of our most famous moments. He did the uh, that uh, he helped me write that Halloween sketch where we contacted. Uh, Karen Winfon said from Beyond the Grave. That was funny, yeah. Um, he helped me write that Christmas special one that rhymed. 
Um, the Christmas special one was really funny. And the dwarves where we all pee in the crevice. He helped me. <laughs> he helped me write that one. Yeah. So, so some real gems of comedy have come from this guy. And here's the thing, guys. I'm gonna take a second out to help me um, direct your uh, your fury at this guy. I've been <laughs> I've been wanting to start a second podcast for years now, and I want to start a horror podcast with Joe Vasky. But he's playing reluctant hero on this, and he doesn't want to commit to it because he doesn't think it'll be uh, people want to hear what he has to say. Is he is he too busy playing League of Legends instead? That could be, <laughs> could be Trevor. <laughs> I have definitely brought that up. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, his he's at bystander on the Discord. Uh, like at him and tell him that you love the shit that he made for KOT and would listen to his podcast if it were a horror podcast. Yeah, send him send him some peace and love. Send and, him some and love. Encouragement. Encouragement. Yeah, because he's very much part of the KOT family and just our family in general. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I I loved that clip. That that one always makes me laugh. Brings me back. Yeah, so good. Uh, yeah, just reminiscing about some of those horror films was so much fun. I was really wondering where it was going, and I'm I'm glad again that that therapist line was in there. That was yeah. the that was just thing. random comedy gold. It was yeah. so funny, man. <laughs> yeah, that was just on the spot. Yeah, but it, oh, I struggled with it. I just remembered that as I was like reminiscing about that scene, I remembered me holding my phone out and laughing like a crazy person. <laughs> as my therapist just like watches this horror horrible scene of violence. <laughs> oh man wow what a trip down memory lane so far guys what do we got coming up well we're halfway through our episode uh right now we're getting to uh trevor's second clip what do you got for us trevor yeah second clip is from one of our holiday specials actually uh, where we got some questions from our viewers and and did some uh, reactions toward those so this is sort of going to be us reacting to reactions in a a sense all right all right and these are fuzzier memories because i like i'm not like when we do the holiday specials guys i am 100 not playing up the um, the amount that i'm drunk i get trashed for you guys and i don't drink that much anymore these guys can attest to that that's those days are behind me but for you guys i get just absolutely plastered the, the last time he we does did it for it, the team guys. i do it for the team the last time we did it i was like uh we had to stop i think three times because i thought i was gonna vomit <laughs> and by the end my eyes were not open I was just responding. You 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 muddled through, man. You did it though. You still yeah. made it. Yeah, I was surprised I made it. when we were about to start. I was thinking we might have to reschedule a certain. Point. I was too, friend. But but you fucking you did it. Yeah, a born performer, as it were, <laughs> as it were. This uh this particular one is from the first holiday special that oh, we did. Okay. So you were a little more coherent for this. Yes, one. Th- okay. I was very drunk, but not. I think this is when I drank two forties. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. pretty Edward lit forties hands. Yeah, Woo. yeah, yeah. Let's check it out. Chick, chick, chick it out. Trevor, clip two. Gordon asks, with the new Lord of the Rings series coming soon, what are your top five hopes for the series? Oh. First one can't be, don't be shot. Oh, like don't exist? So you can't ask it to not exist. Okay, fair enough. What are what are our hopes for your, it? Your top five hopes for it. Top five hopes for the show? Okay. My top five hopes for the show, um, one, I just hope that it is visually pleasing because it is has the largest fucking budget and just being a modern movie or show with such a large budget, it should look good. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's That seems to be the standard people go by nowadays is how it looks. So I hope it looks good at the very, very least. Secondly, I hope they do whatever this fucking first age years of the trees throwback shit is i hope they cover it well 
As some of you who are listening may know that they that, uh, Amazon recently put out a promotion where they it was a promotional picture of a mysterious elf figure who is apparently Galadriel's brother standing on a hill in Who's front one, of... So one of three people. Yeah, one of three potential people, an elf figure standing on the shores of Amon looking at the two trees, mm-hmm. which is clearly the two trees. And that has so many people excited. I really hope they do that justice. That's two. Number three... I'm excited to see the cast they've got. Uh, I don't know much about them. I know a lot of them are are not big names, but uh, I'm very excited to see what they do. Uh, Number four, I'm excited to see what they do with the Second Age. I hope they touch on Dunedain history a lot because that's really the rich shit you've got going on in the Second Age. You stole my main. I am so sorry. I'm gonna let you. I'll let you go into that more. Okay, you've got one more, Joel. You finish it. Five. (laughs) Um, I hope we get. I hope it at least ends with uh, one of the major wars, either the Wars of Sauron and the Elves, which was in the Second Age, or the end of the Second Age War, which is the uh, War of the Last Alliance. So I'm going to agree with most of the things. I'm, just, I'm probably just, I'll just add a few more things because I agree sure. with most of the things. Yes, I think it should look good. I'm excited to see what Tolkien will look at, look like in an extended format rather than a film format that's right this will be the first time this will be the first time yeah in, so in, like uh, in tolkien history yeah so i hope they spend their, their time on the right things we'll put it that way and yeah i hope it centers mostly on the dunedain in the second age and gilgalad and the last alliance and stuff like that and the, yeah the war of elves and sauron yeah all that shit man all that shit i want it I'm assuming since the show exists within the second age if they do touch on the last alliance that would have to be like a series finale or oh something. yeah yeah, we couldn't do so. It has to be Second Age. That's what they said it was based in the Second Age. Yeah. So they're not going to do the Fall of the North Kingdom. I, that's what I wanted. Is that in the Third Age? That's in the Third. So age. then they must not cover that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Unless it trails into the Third Age, and they just haven't clarified that yet. Could maybe. Be. I'm not sure. If it were, yeah, if they just did Dunedain heavy stuff. It seems like early on there was a lot of uh, things going on, and a lot of additions and adjustments and things being made. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So I don't have much more to add than that. Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with all that, too. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see it. I'm hoping that, yeah, definitely visually pleasing will be good. So I yeah. agree with both of you guys on that point. It's got to be. It's like a billion dollars, right? I have no idea. Isn't but, it literally but, a billion but if dollars? But if it is, it better be good. Yeah, I think it's literally a billion dollars. Yeah, the budget is $465 million, dude. Oh, my God. Wow. That's absurd. A lot of money. Just for the first season. Good Lord. Wow, we were... Uh, <laughs> really drunk it's funny because we moved on we had some warm and fuzzy memories mm-hmm. and now we have just some straight up fuzzy memories <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuzzy God. like straight up as we started going over our hopes for the show i was just like oh it's so funny shaking my head i was like because yeah, oh, like they they, they did all the things we asked them not to do you know yep yep yeah. I, I i picked that partly just to give that retrospective of like yeah. this is what we uh, hoped and now we and know what we got now we know <laughs> like, what we got yeah i guess it was relatively visually pleasing but it didn't make up for the rest of it no oh my god no. yeah it barely does it doesn't really say anything dunadine we just know numenorians yeah, happen to yeah. Be. I, 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 yep. I i chuckled when i said that because <laughs> i was like yeah that's exactly what i asked them not to do it's like all centered about galadriel and some tree and some fucking mithril yeah, right or, or yeah. even a numenor and they don't mention the dunadine or the adane at all no yeah, they don't mention any of that shit Boo. boo! Yeah, can we just take out a second to boo the series? Boo! boo. <laughs> yeah, and they they even continued with production during the strike. 
Boo. Oh, did the, they really? The writer's strike. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't my. know about the actor strike now. I'm assuming they can't, but. Wow. Not, not surprising from Lord Bezos shit. That's unfortunate. That's actually probably the most unfortunate thing I've ever heard about the series. That's very sad. Yep, that does not give me high hopes. And that means what the it's, first season already was with writers. If the first season was trash with writers, imagine what it's going to be with scab writers slash fucking no writers. Nobody, yeah, yeah. just <laughs> flying by the seat of their pants. It's not going to be great. I guess uh, they they couldn't dash our hopes any more than they already have. Yeah, I suppose. I guess it's we'll a see. lot of money down the drain. Whatever. Maybe it'll won't be a train wreck. We'll see. <laughs> That was a fun one, though. I, I enjoyed that flashback. Yeah, that was a good flashback. Uh, very drunk. Very <laughs> drunk. <laughs> very drunk, yeah. That was just so you know, like way early in the episode, too. Oh, and we kept drinking throughout <laughs> yeah. that episode. That whole second 40 was drank during the episode. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, the first 40 was to was get ready. It was pregame for, yep. And then, <laughs> yeah, I had that first 40 and then like a, a few swallows of whiskey and then uh, the kill the second 40, 40 while yeah, recording. Yeah, that's to keep you going while you're recording. Hell yeah. 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 Gotta wow. wet that whistle. If you've wet never tried, whistle. yeah, if you're out there and you've never tried cold 45 malt liquor, a delicacy, I think. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mm. don't know about that. A delicacy. <laughs> Where I'm from, Trevor, it's a delicacy, all right? <laughs> okay, well, should we get into round three? Yeah, that ding, rounds ding, off ding. round two. Let's round ourselves up to round three. Okay, okay. So this is my last clip. I thought I would uh, play us out okay, with a little music. Oh, okay. And uh, this is a writing bit that I did mostly in the shower, and uh, it turned out really cool. That's all I'm going to say about it. I think I know what this is going to be. Y- you guys might know. I might. Let's, let's check it out and see. I'm excited. Okay, here we go. Danny, clip three. No one knows what it's like to be the dune and dying, to be next in line for the scepter. And no one knows what it's like to be related, to be descended from ill and ill. But my kingdom is all but empty On all lay in ruin We had hours of glory, glory The air of Isildur Well, I guess that's me what it's like to be exiles like we do Sauron we blame you we will bite back as hard as the jaws of Huon that he'll remember from the elder days but my kingdom is all but empty Our lay in ruin 
that's me. One more time. But my kingdom is all but empty. You guys are hilarious. I I don't know what you think was so funny. That's a platinum record, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking platinum record, first of all. Easy. It's so funny, Joel. Uh, I, I don't know if you knew this, but I was pretty mad at you when we recorded this. Do you remember? Oh, my God, because I couldn't get the Sauron. Because we you had, you. he had never heard the, the Behind Blue Eyes before, and I literally, I was so Phil Spector about it. I feel like such a dick now. <laughs> I was like, I was so like, you got to nail this shit. We did, like, I made him do multiple takes. And uh, what's really funny is over the years, I've come to love your like slightly syncopated verse. Oh, the Sauron, we blame you. Yeah, like I love that. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I've grown to love it over the years. But uh, yeah, that was uh, Behind the Scepter. Behind the, the Dunedain song. Yeah, shout out to uh, my bro, my brother-in-law, Tom, for helping us yeah, with the helping us with guitar recording. and recording that one. Yeah, super fun. That was really cool, even though I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you guys to know. I was not taking a slight at you. That, that was genuinely pretty fun. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah. like that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> had, yeah. You, had you ever heard that? Trev? I don't think so. Oh, really? I don't think I've heard that. If, oh, I, okay. if I have, I don't remember it. Yeah, so a little bit of background on that shit. I, um, our good friend of the show, like our oldest super fan, uh, Scott Pearson... He hit me up. I made a joke. I think it was in the Aragorn episode that uh, Aragorn was sitting in the corner and like, no one knows what it's like to be the Dunedine. And he hit me up on Twitter and said that shit made him guffaw. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm a psychopath. I'm going to write a whole first and second verse of a Dunedine uh, Behind Blue Eyes parody song. Do you like that? Let's flesh it out. Yeah, and uh, um, that was originally intended to be Patreon material, but we dropped it in the main feed because we were so proud of it. <laughs> Quality. Uh, Quality, Again, yeah. platinum. That's a platinum recording yeah. right there. We should re-record that with all three of us. That'd be fun. We could. We could. I could write a uh, Trevor. You want to do the bridge? Because I didn't write the bridge. Because the bridge. I don't know if you've ever heard the song. The bridge is like real fast and hard. You might be able to help me write the bridge. I think that we should take a look and Let's potentially do give it. it a go. Let's go. Let's go. And then, I'll, and then I'll bring out the electric guitar and we'll make it metal. Hell yeah, Not, dude. Uh, metal. <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows what it's like to be the Dunedain. Yeah, but oh yeah, shout out to Scott Pearson, longtime friend of the show. Yeah, great um, idea. Yeah, and his daughter Ella. They're both fucking some of my favorite people. Yeah, thanks for inspiring me to do that. Something I never would have done without uh, your encouragement. So thank you. Hell yeah. All right. Next in line. What do we got next, Joel? Okay, so for my my third clip, I went for also a holiday special. Sick. I hey. love yeah. Honestly, I fucking love our holiday specials. They're fun. They're I think good, they're yeah. some of our best episodes. We always have the most fun making them, too. Yeah. So this one uh, might be my shortest clip, but no, it's not actually. But either way, so it's from episode 75, our holiday special from 2022. Sick. Uh, so that's actually just our most recent one. 
so this is uh, when we were doing so our holiday specials we get pretty drunk drunk as a skunk really the, the, this is the one where i was like gone oh yeah this is the one where you were gone yeah. you were plastered i was yeah i so hadn't drunk. drank as much because my stomach was fucked up but i was trying to but you were still I, pretty I, drunk I, like you can tell in joel's voice when he's had some you know but we did, uh, We this is uh, usually in these holiday specials, we do questions. And uh, we started off doing FMKs. So this is a uh, <laughs> clip from our first round of Fuck, Mary Kills from the 2022 holiday special. Oh, fun. I yeah, can't wait. This will be great. Joel, clip three. So without further ado, should we jump into our first category? Let's get it. Trevor, Let's get uh, it, Trevor. Take, Tre- take, take take the wheel on Trevor's this bus. I'm, I'm these 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 poles on this. Uh, Trevor, take whiskeys. the wheel. Take it right. from my hand. All right, all right. So FMKs, you guys ready? There are a lot of these. <clears throat> I love these, but I'm I'm definitely gonna take the first one. Um, so this is one that I had posted to get everybody started, right? So oh, F- nice. Okay, so this is from Trevor. This is a from Trevor me. original. All right, this is from me. Trevor and, and original. Fun fun fact, uh, Joel, your wife had a very similar question <laughs> that she had posted li- within a minute of me posting. Mallory, it, okay, which was hilarious. Um, so all right, fuck Mary, kill Sauron, Halbrand, Anatar. Oh, what the fuck! A way to start off with a fucking doozy. So fuck Mary Kill Sauron uh Halbrand. I think I already know. Okay, I would kill Halbrand because he's not canon. Yep, I, yep, we're on the same page about that. Yeah, then I'd it's fuck all about Sauron because I feel like he's real warm, you know what I mean? <laughs> he throws off a lot of heat. I feel like he'd be like fucking an electric blanket, you know? Like I feel like so I'd fuck Sauron. An electric blanket. And I guess I'd marry uh, Antar because he right. gives gifts. Yes, that I we're literally on the exact same page. My my mind went to first kill Halbrand, obviously, and then mm-hmm. of the two, I'd probably marry Anatar because he at least tries to put on a fair facade and he tries, to, even if he's pretending to be nice, whatever. Sauron, uh, Dark Lord Sauron, would be a good fucking done. I don't think I could be with him long term. Say what you want about Sauron, he's a good lay. <laughs> good lay, good lay. He's, yeah, re- that body heat's really up there. Mm-hmm. No, no, them warm. hands, them hands Those are real hot warm. hands. Those hand jobs are toasty. <laughs> could you uh, could you imagine just going through like ho- all your whole life being married to Sauron, but going through the stages of Halbrand, Sauron, and Anatar? Yeah, uh, just like you'd need some marriage counseling several times. Oh yeah, I'm pleased that people separated Halbrand from Anatar. Mm-hmm, because that's... Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get drunk and... Are, are we going to get to that? Probably not, fuck but, enough. you know, fuck Usually it. we have an outline that that's like the bones of this our... This is scary, Joel. Isn't this weird? This like, is, I we th- haven't done this in a long time, guys. Yeah, we're, we're free. We're free-balling We're free-balling right here. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, should I be watching YouTube or something? <laughs> like, what should I be doing on my computer? Wow. I, yeah... <laughs> I was, we were really gone, Joel. We were we were pretty drunk for that episode. And I loved that Sauron, Halbrand, and it's our FMK. That I love was, how we were on the same funny. fucking, this is why me and Joel are just, we're so <laughs> in sync. You know what I mean? Like, we had the same reasonings for, for yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, fuck Sauron. Absolutely. I mean, he, he's 100%. big, big dude, great lay, and he's literally like warm. High, oh, yeah. Hotty, high body temperature. And I yeah. mean, hey, he's capable of making rings. Maybe he's got a pretty sick cock ring. You know? Hey. Hey, yeah. He's got some toys. Some toys. I bet he's got toys. Oh, that'd be. I would ones. shop at that store, Sauron's Toys. Do you, you think got all the best spikes and appendages and. 
rings. And... Probably got some of that nice orc themed, you know, oh, merchandise. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Do you but, think Aule taught him how to make butt plugs? Why would it have to be Aule? Because he learned from Aule. Oh. What if he had his own like line, like Mister Hanky or like uh, Bad Dragon or something? Like, <laughs> like sour on some, some uh, dark exotic look. dildos. Some exotic <laughs> dildos. <laughs> Oh man, We're, this is a filthy episode. It's the FMK, yeah, okay? Yeah. It's the FMK, but I, I really love. I thought that was super funny. I loved that one, and then of course, uh, the whole bit at the end where we're freaking out because we don't have an outline. That was funny. Yeah, that is really funny because we are very particular about our outlines these days. Yeah, and, originally uh, when we started, we had almost nothing. In I fact, in one of the earlier clips. I think you could hear us turning paper pages. We had, yeah, for so when we did start doing outlines, which wasn't until about episode four or so. Something like that. Uh, but we did paper outlines, yeah. Yeah, we literally like wrote them out or printed them out. It was before we had discovered Google Docs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know normally, you know, for that, that holiday episode, it's only me who has any reference material in front of me. So yeah. it's uh, not going to lie, a little fun to watch you guys struggle through what to do. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, just so you guys know, we have already scheduled the recording date for our holiday special this year. That's fucking right, guys. And we're, we're gonna, ready. Oh yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna try to work this out where Trevor is drunk as well. Yeah, because now you're part of the team, so you're not gonna be asking questions, bitch. People, you're gonna, gonna be, be asking sitting, you. sitting down with us, plastered as fuck, and you're gonna be answering questions. Yeah. Dude. Good luck, me. <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna <laughs> do the best we can to get. Good and plastered for you this year. Yay! We we do it because we love you. Because we love you, yeah. and we hate ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's a win-win. It's Whoa. a win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one oh, of the. Man. I'm one of them self-hating humans. <laughs> one of them oh, self-deprecating. <laughs> well, uh, let's that. Let's uh, let's uh, let that bring us into uh, Trevor's uh, final clip here. What yeah. do you got for us, my friend? Yeah, okay, so for my final clip, I picked one that I decided was uh, pivotal for me and my additions to the podcast, slash also inspired the Christmas gift that I gave to you, Joel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll get it as soon, okay. as, it, okay. as, soon as, it's, as soon as it starts going. Yeah, play pl play the clip. Play it again, Sam. Ha-ha, <laughs> longer reverence. Actually doesn't fucking say that shit, but whatever. Yeah, it's one of those lines that, like, everyone misquotes. Like, Luke, I'm your father, you know? Yep. All right, well, here we go, guys. Ever clip three. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to do another uh, long-awaited Minnesota Tolkien radio drama. That's right. The return of Minnesota Tolkien radio drama. <laughs> Which uh, Trevor so cleverly pointed out is um, actually an acronym, MINTERD. So we're going to uh, start kind of referring to it as MINTERD. Here on KOT, we've got MINTERD. MINTERD. And uh, we're, it's going to be about what you just heard about. <laughs> Yeah, so our Tolkien, uh, Minnesota Tolkien radio drama today, courtesy of Mr. Danny, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Hopefully you like it. Is about the scene we just kind of went over where the Witch King taunts Aranur into fighting him. Mm-hmm. For it was now in the 20th century of the Third Age that the North Kingdom of the Dunedain had fallen to the Witch King of Angmar. Prince Aranur is sent from Gondor to either aid or avenge the North Kingdom. The prince talks to his men, preparing them for battle. Oh, yeah, I tell you what, you guys. We are really going to show them what's what, you know. We're going to get in there and uh, really give them a rough time, you know. Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll really give it to them. 
When Ernor and his men reach the North Kingdom, it has already fallen. They are totally furious. Now what the freak is this here now? Hey, this is some real not-so-good stuff here. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. No good. Oh, jeez. For Pete's sake. Oof-da. Oof-da. Ernur and his men resolve to cleanse the north of Witch King's forces. Uh, what do you say, guys? I say we really, uh, show them what's what, hey? I say, uh, show them where to bear shit in the woods, yeah? Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's do go. it. Oh, let's rock and roll, guys. Hey, yeah. The battle was long and fierce. Many were slain, but finally the Witch King was defeated. But as he went, was in retreat, he came forward himself to confront Aranur. Oh, if it isn't that pretty prince from Gondor, hey? Bet you don't like so much what I did to your northern buddies here so much, yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, guess what, hey? We got some of your buddies here, too, you know what I mean? If you can be buddies with so many friggin' orcs, if you know what I mean? That's just gross. You know what I hear is gross? Is your mom's hot dish. Who puts baby corn in hot dish anyways, you know what I mean? Hey, listen here, dingus. My mom's hot dish is great. Just ask any of my men here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, real good. Real good. Real good, yeah. Baby corn's pretty good, hey? Oh, you must be awful tough, eating all that baby corn and whatnot. Why don't you come fight me? Make your mama proud, you know? Ooh. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. How about it, tough guy? You want to go? Let's go. Nobody talks bad about my mom's hot dish and nobody gets away with it. Let's go, hey? Yeah, bring it on, tough guy. Aranor spurred his horse and charged straight at the Witch King. But then, just as the two were about to meet in battle, Aranor's horse strayed away, losing heart. Aranor was flung from the saddle and dragged by the stirrups. The Witch King howled in laughter and turned and rode away. Oh, god darn it, friggin' horse! Oh, jeez, making me look like a jerk out here! Neither the Witch King nor Aranor forgot that humiliation that day in the north. Many years after the battle... Aranor had returned home to Gondor and was now to be crowned king. After his coronation, a strange messenger came out of Minas Ethel to taunt the king with the words of the Witch King. Aranor could hear the voice of the Witch King as the messenger read aloud a letter. Greeting to the new king from your neighbor. We just moved into your old city and everything is just super duper. We are changing a lot of stuff, but we gotta make it our own, you know. Anyways, I was just thinking... Maybe if you weren't too full of your mama's hot dish, that you might want to try and finish what we started up north. You know what I mean? Unless you want to keep sitting on your high tower eating baby corn. Oh, jeez. Friggin' Witch King. I friggin' hate that guy, you know, hey? I just got a mind to ride down there and give him a real rough time, you know what I mean? It was only by the wise counsel of his steward that the new king was stayed. Though his hatred burned ever hotter, the new king did not respond to the tauntings of his enemy. For now it was years later, when again a messenger came from fallen Minas Ethel. Again, Aranor heard the voice of the Witch King. Hey there, pretty prince, how you been? I missed seeing you last time around. I hope you got my last letter. Maybe we're just too busy celebrating our new crown by throwing back a couple of hams and having some of your mom's hot dish. Well, I've been thinking... I really think we ought to finish that business from up north, you know. Really give it a go. I'm sure you won't choke like the Vikings in the postseason like you did last time, you know. Come on down. You know where I am. If you're not too much of a wussy, that is. Sincerely, the Witch King. Oh, this friggin' guy. 
Well, you gotta be kidding me, gold darn it. I wish we never would have I wish we would have settled this up north. Oh jeez, I can't believe this friggin' guy. Well, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go down there and really give him a rough time. Show him where the bear shit in the woods, you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Hey, let's friggin' go. Erinur and a small band of valiant warriors rode then to Minasethal. When they arrived, the city was silent. The gates stood closed and shrouded in shadows. All right, hey. Here I am, bud. Let's friggin' do this, hey. What are you waiting for? You some kind of wuss or something? Just then, the gates opened. No one appeared but a small object rolling along the stone came to rest at Erinor's feet. When he looked down, he saw a single can of baby corn. Aw, oh, jeez, gall darn it, I'm so friggin' tired of this. All right, boys, let's friggin' go. Erinor and his men rode into the city. The gates closed behind them, and they were never seen or heard from again. And so passed Erinor, the last and childless king of Gondor. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that, hands down, has to be one of my favorite bits we've ever done. I think it's is we all do really good shit in it. I think it's really funny. That's a classic. Yeah, the baby corn thing is just so fucking funny. Because I was just sitting there racking my brain. I was like, what is something weird you could put in a hot dish? Because I like corn in a hot dish. But like, baby corn? little strange, right? I still think it would be delicious. Yeah, I, I agree. It would be. I, I, love, <laughs> would be. I love baby corn. The fucking baby corn bit. I don't know why, but that just fucking had me roll. And even still, the baby corn bit makes me fucking <laughs> laugh. I don't It's just so silly. It's so silly. I, I When I'm writing shit, I just latch onto the silliest shit sometimes. Like uh, where the bear, show them where the bear shit's in the woods. <laughs> yeah, my, my fucking, my grandma used to say that all the time. Yeah, I don't know if that's a Minnesota saying or not, but it's definitely a working class type show of. Show them where the bear shits in yeah, the woods show them where the bear shit in the woods i love that we always in the in the minis, in the mintered universe we always say up north too up whenever north. Yep, yep. whenever north comes up it's always up north up north up north for the weekend that's like one of the most basic if you're trying to do a basic minnesota accent if you can learn the phrase up north for the weekend up going up north for the weekend going up north for the weekend and it's just say it fast and you that's minnesota you got it you got it so other than it being just a great mintered yeah, I I picked it because that's where we got mintered as yeah, as we right. know it. Coined Minnesota, we shortened uh-huh. Minnesota Tolkien radio drama down. You did down to mintered. That's yeah. where it came from. Yeah, yeah. I totally fucking forgot about that shit. Yeah, it and, totally came from Trevor. And then um and then the, the did you get the Christmas gift thing now, Joel? The uh, baby corn? No, no, no. It was. The Witch King. I really enjoyed you as the Witch King. Oh, you, so I got yeah. you that displate of the Witch King. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Joel is in my mind. So until we die or dissolve this podcast, Joel <laughs> will always play the Witch King in Minters. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Witch King. Always, always. Honestly, <laughs> speaking of Minnesota Witch King, Gorgoroth State Park. Oh, that was a fun one. That too. shit kills me still to this day every fucking time and it's so weird you guys as a writer to like be typing something down on your computer and then like a few days later you like it it comes to life in this like weird kind of way it's it's very rewarding and uh these guys are really good at doing that and i appreciate that Dude, i totally forgot all about gorgoroth state park i i should have pulled one of those that would have been a classic clip oh yeah maybe we'll <laughs> maybe we'll do a companion piece <laughs> No, yeah, Gorgoth State Park is isolated. Uh, it's going to be isolated on YouTube soon when I get to it. We uh, love we love that one. It's a great bit. But it's in the Mordor episode, so ch- yeah, check that out if you haven't heard it. Uh, shout out to Ruru, our editor on that one too. He really did a bang up job. Mm, on, beautiful uh, job. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a stellar piece. 
Yes, indeed. Well, yeah, I, I love the baby corn bit. I think it's so fucking funny. Thanks for choosing that one, Trevor. Yeah, man. Good choice, my friend. Way, good way to round it off. I suppose if we have time. Oh, we're going to make time. There, there was one other clip that I found that I thought was funny and I thought I'd throw in there. It's short, we had time. It's a short one. It's a short one. Because you all have been so good during this whole episode and apparently you're still listening. Uh, here's a bonus clip for you. And this one I just thought was, it's funny as fuck. Okay. So it's actually also from the, uh, Halloween special, the, our friend Peter, Sick. but it's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a subject that came up that was just so fucking ridiculous. So this was during the Frightener section where we were talking okay. about the movie, the Frighteners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll just, well, let's just, let's just play it. It's, it's just ridiculous. All right. Sick. Bonus clip. So this movie starred Michael J. Fox, whom I'm sure many of us will remember as Marty from Back to the Future. Of course. And Teen Wolf. And of course Teen Wolf. Yeah, we of can't course. forget Teen Wolf. Um, also starred D. Wallace Stone and Jeffrey Coombs, both horror icons. Oh, yeah. And Jeffrey Coombs, he's known for uh, mostly his Stuart Gordon films. Stuart Gordon is a fantastic horror director. Uh, the Reanimator series. From Beyond and Castle Freak. And Wallace Stone, known for The Hills Have Eyes, E.T., The Howling, Cujo, Critters, and Alligator 2, The Mutation. Which is not very good. I just recently watched it. <laughs> <laughs> the original Alligator is fantastic, but Alligator 2, The Mutation, is not very good. Also, just not to get too off topic, but as a side note. This is I, really funny. I accidentally clicked on D. Wallace's website because I was just doing some casual Googling. And uh, she had a, a like promo for a new book that she'd written called Born. And the promo said, D. Wallace's Born is a powerful book about how spirituality, brain science, and religion are all teaching the same principles and how you can easily use them in creating your life. Interesting. And uh, I, I think that if there are any loyal listeners, you can donate $150. And I think Danny would use that money to, <laughs> to get a, a healing session with D. Wallace for 30 minutes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to session. meet D. Wallace. I'm a big fan of The Hills Have Eyes, <laughs> and uh, The Howling is pretty good, too. You know, I'd, I'd check it out. But And we were reading <laughs> some of these testimonials on her website. Oh, my God. Do you have them up? I I have the one we were that, talking about. Read the about one up. we were talking about. So we... <laughs> this is about halfway down her testimonials. It says, after years with full-blown AIDS... I began working with D's principles, applying self-direction and choosing joy. I've been told I am now AIDS-free. My what? count is higher than it has ever been and holding. For me, this is a miracle. What? D. Wallace cured AIDS with her program, you guys. <laughs> so yeah, remember D. Wallace. Uh, she's in this film. <laughs> Who else is in this film? We got amazing. One. Yeah. Oh, we got to move on from that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So the, <laughs> the film also features uh, Jake Busey. Jake Busey. Busey. And I believe that's Gary Busey's son. Okay. I believe it's pronounced Jake Bussey. Bussey? <laughs> uh, it's not Bussey. It's definitely not Bussey. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I know I know that last bit with the Bussey joke was kind of off, but I had to leave the Bussey joke. That Bussey joke Bussy. is so funny. Yeah. I, th I believe it's pronounced Bussey. Bussey, yeah. Bussy. <laughs> But dude, that that AIDS shit. Oh my god, D. Wallace <laughs> cured AIDS, you guys. And that was I, gold. And she cannot sue us 
for defamation because that was on her fucking website. Mm-hmm. She posted that in public. Yeah, and we're just uh, talking about the content. Yeah, and uh, she, yeah, me and Joe were uh, writing that episode, and he pulled up D Wallace's website, and we were just scrolling through reviews <laughs> or scrolling through testimonials, and that one was on there, and uh, we, we found it great. quite humorous. Yeah. Was that like the worst or like like the most outrageous testimonial that you guys saw? I think so. I don't remember any. Th- I remember. Th- I'll remember that one till the day I it's, die. It's but hard I won't. to beat curing I, AIDS. I yeah. Mean. yeah. <laughs> I consider this a miracle. A miracle. <laughs> yeah. My white and my high my count is higher than ever. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. As soon as you started getting into like I I have been living without AIDS or whatever my my count has been getting higher is has been high as ever. Like this was the first time I was hearing this shit when he was saying it. I was <laughs> yeah. Lo- Losing my mind. <laughs> like, that shit was just fucking crazy. Yeah, I love the deadpan humor of Joe, too. <laughs> like, how he can just so monotonely read outrageous shit like that. Good and delivery. Yeah, great delivery. Again, would you listen to him on another podcast? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get that horror podcast going. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a really fun bonus clip. Holy yeah, shit. I, ho- I hope you guys enjoyed that silly bonus. Yeah. Wow. D. Wow. Wallace. What a, what a gal. Wow, wow, we were. Wawa Wiwa. Those were, all in all, a lot of really fun moments. Yeah, that was a total of uh, 10. 10 clips, my friends. Yeah, 10 clips. Well, yeah, that was uh, a fun-ass trip down memory lane. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. We actually had a lot of fun with this. We got to do this again. Yeah, we got it in another seven seasons. We'll do it again. (laughs) Yeah, we were just talking about the other day. I was like, Joel, I can't believe we've done nearly 100 episodes. And we're still not anywhere close to running out of content to cover on this. I know. We were just uh, sitting down, putting out a new schedule, and we are looking at, like, we just a list of... We did pie. Yeah. yeah we, we even have, like, a running list of episode subjects that we've got, like, banked up for later. It's, like, over a page. It's just, like, tons. Yeah. And uh, we love... I cannot reiterate as, uh, enough how much we love doing this podcast. We love it. We love KOT Podcast. It is a, a strong light in our lives, and uh, we love you guys for listening. And uh, it is a labor of love. It is a lot of work. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It is a lot of work, but it is totally worth it. And uh, we hope to keep doing it for a long ass time. Yeah, it's uh, still pretty crazy just looking at how many hours of the content we've put out that you guys are actually listening to. Yeah, we have, I think we just hit 112,000 listens on uh, Spotify. That's a lot for us. Yeah, that's a lot of hours of uh, our voices being broadcast out to you guys, and that's fucking wild thank you for all the listens that's that's definitely kind of a surreal thing to have yeah. like uh, like people are actually listening well not only yeah. do people listen uh, according to the stats especially the spotify stats people re-listen <laughs> like we're the top podcast on i think like 50 different uh spotify's or something like that yeah, so there's of, of some of the people who listen to us they fucking love it. yeah it's so a lot like, of dense information too like you almost have to if you want to remember any of it yeah, yeah. want to absorb it it's yeah i suppose it would take a re-listen i'd have to listen to sundering of the elves a couple times if i was gonna get all of that down but yeah i think we do a pretty good job of presenting information yeah and, I, and we have a good time doing it i feel like we have more fun than any other tolkien content creators out there um with our content but yeah that was a fun trip guys yeah we are so grateful for every single listener we have and we promise to keep on bringing you guys more content that you love in the future. Yeah, as long as you promise to keep listening, y'all. 
Yeah, the ride is not over. This has been a trip, but we're still on the train. No, I think uh, this is episode 87. I think we're finally figuring out what we're doing here, guys. I think we're, we're finally hitting a stride. We're fi- yeah. You know what they say, what is it, 10,000 hours yeah. <laughs> to master yeah, something? Exactly. We're at 93 hours, so <laughs> Yo, we got a we gotta ways to go. Uh, yeah, guys, we're getting up there. We're going to hit uh, around 100 hours around our 100th episode. That's yeah. going to be a pretty cool lineup. Uh yeah, and uh, 100th episode will not go unnoticed. We'll just say that, guys. It's, we got some special shit planned. We we've literally had something planned since what episode 50. Yeah, it's been a while. It's we've a had stretch this goal. The, yeah, we, yeah, we've had this goal in the works for a while. Yeah, so we've been wanting to do it for a very very long time now. But that's all we've got for you guys today for our uh, mid-season finale. This is kind of our summer finale. We'll be coming back to you guys in the fall. First thing you'll be getting from us is uh, our next episode, 88, the Halloween special for 2023. Hell yeah, Halloween specials. Yes, yes, yes. So you can expect us on Halloween. Oh, man, this is making me horny for Halloween already. It's like July. It's going to be a fun special. Easily one of the best holidays. Oh, by far the best. Yeah. In my opinion. I like that we're doing Halloween specials now, like, regularly. Yeah. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and second half of season seven, we'll begin with our first episode of our Evil Creatures trilogy, which will include dragons, Belrogs, and orcs. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, my. Prepare your underpants for that, my friends. We're going to dive a whole episode into each of these motherfuckers, dragons, Balrogs, and orcs. going to get real evil up in this bitch. It's going to be a fun time, and we're looking forward to it. Yes, we are. Um, I don't know what my life is going to be like without KOT. We'll see. I'm excited to see just just how far evil reaches. Yes. Oh, yes. But thanks for listening to KOT Podcast. Uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, stay up to date on new episodes. Please rate or review us if you like us. If you don't, don't bother. It's cool. Yeah, just move on along. It's all good. And a big thank you to all of our patrons on Patreon. Uh, subscribing on Patreon can uh, unlock some exclusive content for you. And, of course, it also helps support us, your hands-down favorite podcast of all time. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash KOT podcast. If subscription uh, donations are not your thing, we also do one-time donations as well. We've got other payment services. Just contact us on whatever platform works best for you. And if you like what you heard here, definitely swing on by our Discord. Uh, we'll have a link in the description. That is the place where we hang out most often. You'll see any of our updates there, usually first, I would say. Always, yeah. Definitely also go on our TikTok at keep underscore on underscore Tolkien underscore podcast. Yeah. We've been posting a lot of stuff of that lately, too. And there's more to come, of course. Yeah. Check our Twitter out at KOT Podcast. If if we're still there, you know, that one's up in the air. We'll Twitter's, see. Twitter's, yeah, Twitter's up in the air right now. Uh, we got Facebook at official Keep on Tolkien. And then finally, Instagram, uh, that is at Keep on Tolkien Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. So there's all of our socials. Also, if you like what you hear and you want to help support us in another way, we also have a merch store. We have that running out of T-mail. That is keep-on-tolkien-podcast.tmail.com. Where we've got you know T-shirts and uh, other assorted things for you to to grab and, and you know just kind of show everybody that you that you love our podcast. All designed by us. Yeah, all, all designed all by desi- us. All designed by us. Yeah. Yeah, and we we even have gotten some suggestions from things from our community, and we've uh, brought some of that stuff to life too. So yes, if you want to converse with us about that or other things, again, check out those socials. Yes, indeed. But that's about all we got for you guys today. I am Danny J. I'm Joel N. I am Trevor D. And we are 
Keep on talking. I'll ray into liver. Did I say like JFK? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, people from the Northeast are going to hate that. <laughs>